stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked about the fisherman and the businessman story, and that as entrepreneurs, we can get swept up in someone else's dreams for you and your business. What's helpful to ensure that you remain on your path, your why, your purpose, is to surround yourself with a great tribe. We talked about the power of tribe and that tribe matters in episode seven. It's a great episode to revisit on a broader who you surround yourself with. More specifically, what are the critical partners you should have in your business? Occasionally, when we think about partners, we think formal partners. And what I mean is partners in your inner circle that you can trust, rely on, gain solid advice, and call when in need. These are relationships that you build with these individuals over time. It's not a check-in once a year or twice uh, every two years type of partnership. These are strategic relationships that are critical to your business. Now, you're likely not going to need all of these at once or even many at the same time, but what is important is to have a trusted relationship with all of them. And this takes time and rigorous vetting. And remember, no one does this alone and the successful don't do it without these critical partners. So what are the critical partners you should have in your business? Well, there are just a handful. And we've talked about this one before, but an accountant relationship, and I would say a CPA relationship specifically, and one that focuses on small business, provided you are one. Uh, And I shared in episode 15 with our fabulous guest, Amy Hoy, how many professionals I have been through to get the right one. This is so important in all of these areas, but particularly this one. This is not only your tax strategy consultant, but an important partner in filing all your proper forms, you know, outside of just your annual taxes, assisting in determining your tax leverage, apprising you of tax changes that impact the way your business is currently running and how it may run in the future, what to do, maybe not to do with tax changes, and so much more. Choosing poor fits prior have cost my business personally more than $25,000 in penalties, fees, mistakes, and that's not including all the money paid to the professionals and the time invested to correct it all and vet yet another. And there are legal ramifications attached as well when you choose poorly here. Will you sue the individual because they made such egregious errors? Will you be sued? So many issues. I'm quite passionate about this topic in particular. And one of the simplest ways to evaluate your own CPA or accountant is really look at what they're doing. That may sound simple, but I know so many of us glance over our things and don't really look at what's being filed, what's being done. So even checking for the little things like, is your EIN correct on all your filings? One client of mine had serious tax issues because a trusted family member was doing the books and had been been filing under the wrong EIN for years. Not only a beginner's mistake, but a big one. 
Again, I could really go on and on in this subject uh, because I've got a lot of experience here with uh, who not to hire. And we will have the pleasure in hearing from Amy Hoy again in the near future. In the meantime, check out episode 15 for more details on choosing a tax professional. Uh, Second, financial advisor, and more specifically, a registered fiduciary that's a financial advisor. As a reminder, a fiduciary must put your best interest above their own. They have an ethical duty to act in your best interest regarding investments. And of course, a financial advisor is an important relationship. Most of us are in business to make money and change people's lives for the better. So it's imperative to have a trusted financial advisor to partner with you to navigate how best to get to your goals and what actions you need to take to get there. In episode 27, we had the phenomenal Cynthia Fick of Financial Life Planners as our guest, and she had invaluable advice on this very topic. So I encourage you to revisit that episode for more details as well. Third, it's a business consultant or a business advisor. We talked in episode 53 about uh, not only when and why to hire a business consultant, but some of the differences between consultant, advisor, coach, etc. And a good consultant is going to understand your why, your goals, your direction or desired direction of your business, and collaborate, poke holes, encourage, provide direction and resources, strategy, processes and approach, perhaps at times maybe in attitude, and call you out when you're off course that you've determined. It's also important to know what kind of consultant you need, and there are a few, as I mentioned, and certainly revisiting episode 53 for a refresher on the ins and outs there. As with all these partners so far, not only should they be highly qualified, but also a good fit. In very few situations do partnering with someone just like yourself prove to be a good idea. So this isn't about finding someone in any of these categories that you can be friendly with, but a good fit for your your needs and vetted well for the trust factor. Uh, Next, a business attorney. And this one is a bit more tricky. One, it is a little more difficult to find uh, business attorneys that focus really in small business or entrepreneurs and care to have a partnership relationship with those clients. They're happy to bill by the hour in 15-minute increments for any conversation, as this is what they're paid for. But you also want one that will spend the time up front to understand your business, your potential liabilities, as I call them. You know, will you change your legal structure? Well, you need to. Are you in a business where you're often sued or dealing with difficult situations that often require complex legal advice, etc.? And if they indeed are the best fit and can serve you over time. Now, you may be thinking you have a simple business and it doesn't require much legal attention. And for the most of us, that's the case. But keep in mind that as any business grows, and particularly new ones that haven't got process and procedure down yet, there will always be a need for document creation, contracts, review of terms and privacy or creation of those, structure, perhaps licensing, franchising, trademarks, or patents that require more individual attention to your business. So this relationship is a good one to begin to find and vet. And before you say it, yes, legal Zoom and similar can be very helpful in some situations, but my experience is eventually you need your own attorney that you know can assist with more of the out of the legal Zoom box arena items. 
And there will be those. So keep tuning in as we do have a business attorney guesting this year to answer all those burning questions. Next is an insurance partner uh, for insurance coverage. So insurance for your business is often overlooked. It's one of the most important components in your business and particularly with all the movement to online platforms, digital courses, and tele-everything. And of course, what your business needs is going to look different than your competitor down the road. And every single business needs at a minimum general liability insurance. So if you don't have that and you're in business, run out and get it right now. As a reminder, business insurance can help pay the cost of property damage, lawsuits, lost business income, and more. And this is one of the reasons a good insurance partner is essential. There are likely specific risks unique to your business, and it may be that more than one policy type is needed, or you might be able to bundle all needs under one policy. If you have employees, have a fleet of vehicles, or own buildings, these are all considerations for what kind of coverage is appropriate. Again, here understanding that the insurance partner you are vetting has a lot of business insurance experience. Many sell other products, but just ensure they are well-versed in business policies as a primary portion of their business, because it's a different animal than life insurance, auto insurance, etc. And there are firms that are well-known for their business policies alone. They tend to be larger, and in my experience, they're often the most expensive as well. So shop for knowledge and expertise first, and then price second. And last, but certainly not least, and very important, banker relationship. It's always far more difficult to forge a relationship with a bank when you're in need of a loan, line of credit, help with an immediate business banking issue. And it's often tougher with big banks, particularly if you are a smaller fish in the business bowl. I really love working with community banks. And if you have a community bank or two, I encourage you to check them out and vet them. The experience is entirely different. It's a bit like rolling back in time where the bankers knew your name, asked how your family was doing, how the business is going, and just chit-chatted for a bit as old friends do. And that's just an extra perk. They often can be creative in solutions because they are the decision makers. There's no 5,000 layers and going through corporate and all those other things. They are corporate and they can make the decisions. And they understand small business because they often listen to what you actually do and its challenges and opportunities that small business brings to community economics. Community banks serve the community where they sit and the money goes back into the community. They have a vested interest in your success. So forging a relationship with a good bank and individual banker is important so they get to know you before you have a need. And also coming this year are interviews with a phenomenal business banker and an insurance expert to get more details on finding and vetting the right critical partners for your business. So just to review, your critical partners are an accountant or a CPA relationship, financial advisor, specifically a fiduciary, business consultant or advisor, a business attorney, insurance partner, and a banker relationship. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already so you never miss an episode and you certainly hear the upcoming interviews. And I always appreciate your review of Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Podcast. Of course, easy peasy links are in the show notes for your convenience. 
I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.